Okay, hello everybody. Hi, promo peeps and apparel geeks and everybody that's connected to Promo Kitchen and Promo Chat. My name is Jay Bassell and I'm the founder of Promo Chat and I do a lot of crazy things besides eating tacos all the time. <laughs> uh, today I have the privilege of discussing a really fun topic with Johanna Gottlieb. Johanna is the chef and is involved with Promo Kitchen as the mentor program coordinator. That's kind of VIP status for those of you who don't know. For real. She's also a super duper ace and a total pro at Axis Promotions. Um, and hi, Joanna. Hi. Johanna, thanks for taking some time with me this morning. Um, today, we decided to take a deeper dive into a few comments from our previous promo chat. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that you had a fabulous answer. Um, I know. Who knew? And so question six said... Um, let's say you're giving a 30-minute presentation on any topic related to promotional products. What seminar would you like to do or what would that seminar be about? And then it says, P.S. Don't undervalue yourself. Um, so what could you bring to the table? Now, I know you could bring a thousand things to the table, all of which would be awesome. Hmm. Uh, but you specifically hit on a topic that's near to me that because I'm kind of old school. I'm an old guy, I guess you could say that but it's really relevant for building a business. And your answer was, I feel I could give some tips on prospecting and cold calling. I've been at it for 13 years and I built a book of business on this principle. Love sharing what's worked and what hasn't. So we are ready to dive in and talk about what's worked and what haven't, what hasn't. So why don't you share with us some of your top tips, um, things that have worked specific for cold calling. Perfect. Um, so yeah, I've been with Axis for almost 13 years. And so like many in the industry, I started, I was hired to help two saleswomen with their books of business, sort of learn about the industry, take that sort of year learning curve. And pretty quickly into it, I realized it was something that I liked doing and that I felt like I could do on my own as my own salesperson, which I don't think always comes naturally. And I think that's fine, but I, I love the support side of it. I knew I wanted to like go on the fast track learning pace of things just so that I could get right. to the level of being a salesperson. That sort of excited me. So <clears throat> learned a lot from them. They had very different books of business. One was really domestic. One did a lot of overseas and import. All right, and as I helped them and learned so much about suppliers and timelines and every little detail, I thought, well, I know someone at my old college that worked in the HR department or this. So I started to think about who I could go after and who I could call. So those weren't necessarily cold, but it gave me a little bit of excitement about actually reaching out to people because I think you have to start somewhere. Right. So in doing that, that was probably 2007, I realized it was definitely something more interesting and in that there was a lot of companies in New York City that did promotional products and I would be on a subway and see someone wearing a backpack and my eyes just really opened to it. So that excited me and I thought maybe I should make a list of who I would want to go after. So I Perfect. sat with the president of our company, Larry. I let him know that I had an interest. I, I say to this day, he only likes me because I like cold calling. <laughs> there said, you go. I'd like awesome. to invest in this. I need some help. So let's talk about strategies. And around the same time, we started working with an outside consultant who many people in the industry know who's called Karen Kopp. Okay. And this is not a plug, but she's happening. She's going to be a guest speaker at Commons View in New Orleans. So Awesome. I'm really excited for you guys in the promo world. I learned everything I learned from her. She knows I adore her and I always give her credit. 
So around the same time Axis was investing with her and she had come in and taught us a lot about strategies for cold calling and prospecting and all that fun stuff, which I'm sure she'll share with everyone in New Orleans. Right. Um, so I took a lot from her and I, I met with Larry and we decided to sort of come up with a list for myself. He obviously knew a lot of people and a lot of companies and it was really important just number one to get organized. It sounds very basic, but if you don't write everything down and track it back, you weren't just going to get anywhere. Um, unfortunately, we started to turn into recession. So that was 2007 going into 2008. Right. And so we were like knocking on doors and sending really creative mailers. And all of a sudden 2008 hit and we had to unfortunately let a few people in the company go. And many of our clients had to do the same. Um, mm. We were working with a lot of financial people in, um, in Manhattan and other areas and people just left and right were getting let go. But more importantly, budgets were being cut. So I think when it's okay. really easy to know that when disaster strikes and we have to cut budgets, marketing is the first thing that can go on hold. So Larry and I talked a lot and we said, it's important that we keep doing this because when budgets do open back up and the closets open of inventory for swag and people realize there's nothing left, That's they're gonna sort of panic. So let's hit them hard and invest a little bit of money and time into this now so they remember who was going after them. So our approach then was more, hi, I know you're not looking right now, but keep us in mind is always, and we still say it's always good to look when you're not looking because you're not thinking I have this event mm. Texas and I need this right now. That is a coming. great statement. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let that land. It's okay. always important to look even when you're not looking. Is that what I yeah. heard? Yeah. So okay. I mean, even this week, we when we meet with clients, it's important to think, yes, I have an event coming up in Texas and we're looking for ideas and, we, and I can show you samples and, and turn blue in the face for that. But if we sit down and I talk about other things other people have done and about some new products, it's probably better because then you can say, wow, I didn't think that would work for this event, but it definitely could work for CES next year, whatever it might be. And so the brainstorming starts happening without you feeling the pressure to get the perfect item for that Texas event, whatever it might be. Gotcha. So we, we angled that approach. We met with clients when our numbers were going down and the phones weren't ringing. So we were making the calls when everybody else was sort of just waiting for the phone to ring. Right. I am very lucky and I love to take the credit for it, but we invest heavily in self-promo. Ah. Anything from small items to really, really lumpy mailers that are three-dimensional, whether it's three pieces, four pieces, five pieces with a theme. Gotcha. Um, Axis's marketing team and self-promo team does come up with some great mailers and we're generous with handing them out to offices. So we took the time to take that lumpy mail and send them to people. Um, but most importantly, do the follow-up. And so to this day, whether it's an actual project we're working on for a client, which is, I'd like to see some pens and we need to send them mm -hmm. five samples, we're always doing the follow-up. It's not the client's job to come back and say, I liked pen two, or I liked pen four. It's my job to say, hey, I see that package delivered. What did you think of that lumpy mailer? What did you think of the pen samples? Always close the deal. So, the wait, so, so you were doing both kind of the, it wasn't really cold calling then, was it? Or was it kind of a combination approach of call with follow-up call that said, hey, did you get the following? What did you think? What were your reactions? Was it both? It was both. So okay. a good example would be we would go out, target a company, mm -hmm. usually never get the phone call back. So in, back in the day, it was the actual phone call. Hi, this is Janet from Axis. Give my spiel. And always sort of ending it with a teaser or a call to action. Please be on the lookout for something in the mail from me. The minute that call ended, I would get off my tush and go to the mailroom and put the package together and make sure it went out myself. I think it's very easy to go back to your desk and say, oh my gosh, 
fire, 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 you know, ordered right. in, ship, client needs this, and then it's tomorrow, and you're like, oh, I should get that package out to that client. When you tell someone you're going to do something, whether it's a current prospect, active prospect, or current client, you're proving what you're going to do. So if I tell you, Jay, that I'm going to get that package to you in the mail today, I promise I'm going to get the package in the mail to you today. You don't have to ask me twice. Um, so in proving that, I'm saying that to the client on the phone, it's a follow-up set and the package arrives the next day or two days later, whatever it might okay. be. So then I have a reminder set for the package. So I get an email when it delivers. No brainer. Right. And it gives you a little time for them to marinate, let it sink in. It's very rare for a prospect on my side to reach out and say, we got the package. But if I'm doing the follow-up call saying, hey, I noticed you got that great kickball mailer I sent. What did you think? People sort of feel like they owe you something. So yeah, like, definitely. Oh my goodness, I've been meaning to tell you we're bouncing around the office. We've been bouncing around ideas. We love it. Everyone can't stop talking about it. I'm so sorry I didn't think you were so busy. Great. Yeah, let's That's come cool. with me. That's so, awesome. Powerful. It's not always that easy, but it's sort of that dance. Mm -hmm. And it could take anywhere from three to five connections to 10 to 50. I mean, I've had clients where we prospected them for six months and we currently just got into account that took me three and a half years to get into. Wow. So was that a big success story? Like you, you literally were working with someone for prospecting them for over three years? Over three years. I think one of the roadblocks I had was I wasn't finding the right person. I thought I found the right person. And okay. he had someone right hands that was probably better to target. I think the person I was trying to go after saw what we were sending and liked it because they certainly didn't say don't send us anymore. But once I was able to really get the intel on the inside right-hand man, that opened the doors for us. And so I started sending that person more things, sending them mock-ups, getting them virtuals, doing spec mm -hmm. samples. And he was very impressed. And we actually just placed our first order last month. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. So persistence pays off, right? Yeah. And I listen, they're not all three years. Um, it's usually about a year to two. I mean, you have to wonder as well in your own eyes, if you're working with your favorite t-shirt printer or your favorite embroiderer year after year after year, right. and whoops in and says, can we do work with you? You want to give them a chance, but you're nervous because your go-to guy always pulls it off. So right. sometimes, unfortunately, you have to wait for someone else to make a mistake before getting that chance. And you just... Yeah. Yeah. never know when that's going to be. So that's why you have to always send things. I've um, always, I've always been impressed with people prospecting me that, that um, even though they may start with a cold approach that they follow up with something that's warmer, that's engaging, that's a hook and yeah. that they are a little persistent, that they do show their creativity, that they show their persistence, that they show that they're in business for more than a week. How many yeah. times has someone tried to cold call you or prospect you given it one try and then just evaporate? Right. It happens exactly. all the time. Exactly. You're not that person, Johanna. No, I, I don't go away. I mean, there's been times someone said, like, there's absolutely no way, you know. I don't go off. away. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that is a little bit of like the song and the dance. What's most important now is the tracking it back and making notes. I mean, I was just mentioning, again, I was in our New York City office and I was talking to Larry. I'm not that smart. I can't remember everything I sent or everything I said or everything I did maybe 10 years ago. Right. Now I can't. So we do have a CRM system where we input all, you know, what I sent Jay after that phone call. So that in a month when I'm looking to send you your next mailer, I don't repeat that. I just, I'm not smart enough to know that you got the kickball this month and that you shouldn't get it next month. So we do import all of that. If there's notes about what the client likes, I do try to make notes on that. Yeah. I really responded to the kickball mailer. Maybe next time I should send in more kid ideas or fun, bouncy things. 
Um, so Joe, Joe, let me ask, have you ever, have you ever been shut down? Has anyone just said, you know, quit wasting my time. What the hell are you doing? We all have these fears, right? We all work it up and it's going to be a giant rejection. It's not that big of a deal, but have you been shut down? And is that? Yes, I've been shut down more than once. I've made mistakes. So we have a really fun gumball mailer, which was, um, you know, popping ideas, something along those lines. And it came in a beautiful glass jar with a cool creative um, and different gumballs inside. So I made my call, said something was going to go on the mail, sent the package, did the follow-up. And the client had already let me know she's working with someone else and happy. And I has, my response was, you know, I hope people say the same thing about me. I'm so glad you love your current relationship. Always good to have someone else in the back burner. Let right. me send something anyway. So I did my follow-up and all like proud of what I sent. And she had let me know that the package was, the glass broke everywhere. Oh, oh. So totally my bad. I probably could have done a better job of packaging it. So that was a lesson. Um, I've gotten no's. I've gotten, we are in contract. We've been with this vendor, you know, they've been married into the company and we're on contract. It's not going to happen. Gotcha. Um, it, it takes a lot for me it to be a hard no. About six or seven years ago, I got a referral to a bank. And so I was cold calling them and trying to find, I knew I had the right person and I was pretty aggressive with her and she let me know that she was definitely not going to leave her current vendor and it was probably best we didn't continue to send things. Very ironically, about a year ago, her company was bought out by one of my clients. <laughs> so I was told we were going to start doing the work for that bank. I'm not going to mention names. And they told me who the main buyer's name was and they said her name and I said, I know her. Oh, that's great. That's regularly so for quotes. What a great story. Yeah, she's coming us to regularly for quotes, but she sort of had to buy into our contract and it's been really full circle. I don't know if she remembers because I got married and changed my name. Okay. But I'm, it was a win for us. Uh, who could not remember you? Let's be honest. Come on. Yeah. Last name change or otherwise. Well, listen, we have reached about the 10 minute mark. So is there anything in closing that you want to share? Is there any key point, anything? I mean, you did a fabulous job. It was awesome. I'm sitting here wanting to take notes, but I was having to do the interview. So any last thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think one of the things with cold calling, that word is very ancient and actually doesn't have to be a call anymore. Obviously, we're all using email and social. Social is a really good way to learn about prospects and current clients. Whatever you're doing with all of your accounts, and let's just talk about prospecting for one second. As soon as I know that I'm going to prospect someone and I have a hot interest in them, I'm following them on social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Um, through Instagram and Facebook, I'm getting a very good sense of company culture. This is information that's just being handed to you. I wasn't right. getting that 10 years ago. I was doing a lot of research. I'm seeing the picnic they had and the t-shirts they, they gave out and the beach balls they gave at the beach event. Yeah. So I'm constantly getting snippets of what they're doing, whether it's with us or someone else. That is really great information because you'll have a sense of what their clients are like, what their employees are like, how engaged they are, how often they use promotional. So follow all your clients. Um, most importantly, and this is a really good tip, especially for anyone younger, because you're not going to want to pick up the phone and want to deal with a, hello, can I talk to who's in charge of buying promotional? Right. The tip now is I'm sure you've encountered going to websites. There's no phone numbers. It's like, why can I just pick up the phone and call someone? People are really drawing you to go to Facebook to use their messenger service. So when you go on messenger, it typically says something like takes 45 minutes to respond or takes five minutes to respond. So you'll get a sense of how often they're checking who their social person is. Right. Go on social, send them a note. 
I work with blah, blah, blah. I've seen that you, you just made the fastest 50 in Texas. Would love to talk to you about promotional. Who cool. can I contact there regarding marketing? Awesome. I would yeah. say awesome. seven yeah. to 10 times, you'll get, someone just wants to get that email out of their inbox. Right. Oh, cool. Contact Kelly. Tell them Bob sent you. Awesome. Cool. So, and that was through, that was through like Facebook Messenger? Facebook. Yeah. Oh, so that's we've done that. I actually landed a big client through getting a lead through there. Obviously, we had to do the work to get the lead sure, out sure. of the client, but um, it's very easy to get leads through social now. Uh, is, Instagram as well. Is. You can direct message them. I love the I love the social, the story you just shared. Yeah. Who can I talk to you about that? And yeah, yeah. people just want to get your response out of the way and they'll just spit the information at you. So wouldn't you agree that it like it it lowers the the wall of defense a little bit when you give them a quick compliment that says hey I just saw what you guys said I really think that was smart love the you know fill in the blank love that and by the way I specialize in marketing or I specialize in promo or I specialize in swag whatever and then you lead in with the question like who is your buyer or who is your exactly. key yeah right because you there needs to be a little bit of research done so I am mean, following them through. Um, either Google Alerts or through built-in or cranes or whatever publication. So I usually know, hey, I saw you open the second location in the West Loop and there's 50 new employees. That's so amazing. I'd love to talk to you about new hire kits. Sweet. You are a pro. Someday, you are a pro. I always wow. say some days, not all days. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep telling me, keep telling me. All right. Well, we better conclude. So I appreciate your time. What a fabulous interview. Thank you for your tips. Thank you, Thank you for your suggestions. Um, can't wait to see you soon. I don't know when that's going to be because of certain factors that, you know, some of us know about, which is all awesome. And positive. So secretive. So secretive. But thanks again, Johanna. It was such a pleasure. And uh, promo chat every Wednesday at 3 p.m., part of the promo kitchen lineup. And of course, you want to close with any plugs for mentorship? Because you kind of are the mentorship queen. Yes, we'd love for you to go to promokitchen.org and sign up to be a mentor or mentee. We currently really need distributor mentors to help some wonderful mentees in the industry that are trying to take it to the next level. You can contact me with any questions. Um, very easy to find me through social, but my email is jgottlieb at accesspromo.com and happy to talk. Awesome. Well, thanks, Johanna. It was a pleasure again, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.